stays at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show, a 49ers news update. Looking forward to getting into all this. We heard from Kyle Shannon in today's pressers. He gave some insight into some injury news involving George Kittle and Daniel Brunskill, but also there was a flurry of moves that the 49ers made to their roster that was announced by 49ers.com. Looking forward to getting into all that and talking about it today. It was just recent, right, that Marlon Mack signed with the practice squad He's in this announcement as well. We're going to get into all that, all the players, all the moves, and also hear from Kyle Shanahan about what he had to say about George Kittle and Daniel Brunskill and their availability for the game against the Seattle Seahawks on Sunday, which appears to be another rain game with 60% chance of rain in Santa Clara on Sunday. Probably not what everyone wanted to hear after what just happened in Chicago. Now, do I think the rain in Santa Clara will be equivalent to what they got in Chicago? No, I uh, just was hoping for better conditions. But let's get into some of the, the news that's going on with the 49ers. And I want to start it out with Kamoko Ture. Kamoko Ture was a surprise release with the 53-man roster officially came down. Then he got to the practice squad, which was another surprising move. But now that pays dividends for the 49ers because Kamoko Ture has been elevated to the active 53-man roster. So that means he's going to be on this team. And to make room for him, they had to go ahead and move a player, and they did. They moved Jordan Willis, defensive end Jordan Willis, who didn't dress last week. Uh, he's going to go on the IR. They said it's a knee. He's going to have a cleanup, some um, standard surgery. So he's going to be out at least four weeks for that. So that means Kamoko Ture is going to be on this team. He's going to be an edge rusher. We'll see if he gets to suit up against Seattle. Uh, you know, Jordan Willis appeared to be a healthy scratch. So will Ture be a part of the rotation? I think that's going to be something interesting to watch. But Ture had himself one heck of a preseason. He was a fantastic player for the 49ers. So Jordan Willis goes on the IR. Ture now on the active 53-man roster. They'll have a decision to make You know, once Jordan Willis is ready and able to come back. That was a very interesting move. But I'm excited because I like Kamoko Ture and I want to see what he can do for this roster. They made it official that Marlon Mack is a part of the 49ers practice squad. Mack, of course, a player that I think everyone is really likes. A six foot, 212 pounds. He's got a nice size to fit Kyle Shanahan's offense. He's also got a tremendous amount of ability considering he had a thousand yards rushing for the Indianapolis Colts one season. But I think he's an exciting player. Of course, in 2020, he did have an Achilles injury that he's still recovering from. He was with the Houston Texans, in fact, when the 49ers played the Texans in the week three preseason game. I thought he had himself a pretty good game there. And the 49ers went ahead after an extensive tryout. They had a lot of guys come in, including 49ers, uh, Kyle Shanahan, you know, guys like Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman. Those were guys that came in. They brought in Abram Smith again uh, for the second time. None of those guys made the roster. Now, Mack wasn't the only guy that signed to the 49ers practice squad. They also brought back wide receiver Sam Snead. Snead, of course, was one guy they moved on from when they had to add other players to their roster. Uh, so they went ahead and moved on from Snead because they didn't have enough veteran spots on their practice squad when they needed to bring in other practice squad players. Now Snead comes back. 
Uh, he can handle, you know, punt return roles if something happened to Ray Ray McLeod. He's a nice guy to have around, an experienced player in the locker room that the young guys can continue to learn from, even though this is a very experienced group now. But it's always nice to have these kind of guys out there. You have Malik Turner as well on your practice squad. So Sneed is still one of those guys um, that's pretty young. You know, I mean, he's not that old yet. He's still got a lot of ability. Then with the Saints, Raiders, Panthers, Ravens, uh, he's done a lot in this league. So I think he's a guy that you want around your team, and and that's what you're going to get. I mean, when you're anytime you're on that side of 30, uh, the young side of 30, you can still probably do it in this league. And then the 49ers went ahead and signed a cornerback as well. Uh, Kerry Vincent Jr. gets signed. He was originally drafted by the Denver Broncos, um, and then he was traded to Philadelphia Eagles in 2021. So he's a guy that's only 23 years old. The 49ers taking a flyer, seeing what they can get out of him being, you know, who he could be, um, but he's made some plays uh, in the NFL. And I think, you know, you were, everyone probably remembers him the most from LSU and what he did there. But yeah, so they signed these guys. They got Vincent, Kerry Vincent Jr., the former seventh round pick. He's going to be in Marlon Mack, probably the biggest name of all of them. Then Sneed coming back. And then the big news, Kamoko Ture goes to the active roster. Jordan Willis heads to the IR. But then there was the injury updates. You got George Kittle's injury update, and I'm going to let you guys hear to hear from Kyle Shannon. He talks about, do they have to protect George Kittle from himself? I mean, we're used to Kittle. We've had him here for a while, so this is our sixth year being with him. So um, Kittle's, in his mind, he's ready to go every single day. Um, so, and a lot of times he's right, but you also got to know that, that that is his mentality, and that's not going to change. So we do have to protect him from himself in that way, and uh, that's why it's kind of a team effort with deciding when the best is for him. So George Kittle did not practice today. He was not out there. Uh, so his you know, availability at, at for the game against Seattle is still in question. I think they're hoping. Kyle Shanahan said you know, earlier this week that Kittle was really close and was you know almost went against the Chicago Bears. And I think weather probably played a big factor into that, especially when you're dealing with a groin. You have to be very careful because you can go from having some sort of a strain or a little tweak to having an absolute pull and being out for an extensive amount of time. I mean, a, a groin pull, that could almost eliminate you for the season. That's how bad those injuries are. You don't want the hap that to happen, especially with a player that plays with reckless abandon like George Kittle. He's not going to take it easy on some plays to go ahead and protect his groin. That's not what he's about. Trey Lance and his presser also talked about the fact he needs George Kittle out there. He wants George Kittle as a part of this offense, the energy that he brings. He says, yeah, you know, he's still around. He's still at practice, uh, but we want him on the field bringing that energy. So that was a revelation. We don't know if we're going to get George Kittle, but as of right now, he's not at practice. We'll see how it goes. If he if he goes through walkthroughs on Friday, the potential of him playing on Sunday is better. But with there being a rain and the chance of rain, could the 49ers you know, kind of hesitate a little bit, maybe err on the side of caution like Kyle Shanahan said. George Kittle's always going to say he's ready and you know ready to go. And they have to kind of protect him from himself. So it's going to be interesting to see if George Kittle is able to go on Sunday against the Seattle Seahawks. If he is, he could be a little bit of a match matchup issue for them. Well, Adams, of course, looks like he's out for the entire year with an injury. So that means Quandry Diggs is going to be the guy that's all over George Kittle. Uh, we'll see how Seattle ends up handling that. But Kittle could be a huge addition to the 49ers game day roster last week. Uh, Tyler Croft was the guy getting open. Could it be George Kittle with a little bit more speed? Maybe he may makes a few plays. So this is going to be big for the 49ers. 
but it's not the only player that the 49ers have that is injured. Daniel Brunskill has also been dealing with an injury, and Kyle Shannon had been saying all the way up until week one, Daniel Brunskill might be ready to go for week one. That's the goal. That's where we want him. What his role is going to be, I don't know. Is he the number one backup? Is he the guy that they're going to count on in case there's an injury across the board? Is he the starting right guard over Spencer Burford? Some of the comments that Kyle Shanahan made last week kind of implied that they knew what they had in Daniel Brunskill. So why not give all the reps to Spencer Burford and let him get better? Now, I think Burford played really well. Uh, but you don't know what Kyle Shanahan and Chris Furster's idea of who was going to start at right guard. I'm not saying that he's going to start over Burford, but we just don't know. It's not clear yet. And Kyle said he was going to be, he thought he was going to be ready for week one. And here's what Kyle said about Brunskill and why he didn't play in week one and his status for this week because he did not practice today. He was last week. He did have that setback a little bit ago. Um, so you know, we were thinking he'd be ready for week one and he had that setback. So he'll be later in this week. And, um, but I'm not sure yet. Not, not good right now. So Daniel Brunskill suffered a setback. That's the reason he wasn't ready for week one. He's not ready to go right now. Going to be a later in the week decision. Once again, probably Friday. See if Daniel Brunskill is able to go on Friday. That is the key day for him and George Kittle. And then, of course, the injury designations come out then as well. Kyle Shanahan already put George Kittle as questionable last week. I expect him to be questionable this week. Last week, Daniel Brunskill was declared out on Friday. Let's see what designation we get on Friday. Could it be that Daniel Brunskill is questionable as well and maybe has an opportunity to go in this game? I think that would be big as far as the line goes because then you're okay with the fact that Jake Brendel, in case he's injured, you have somebody to step in. You don't have to worry about it going Blake Hance. Could Blake Hance be ready? Maybe. Uh, but I think the fact that they cut Keaton Sutherland to make room for a player like Marlon Mack and then ended up bringing back Willie Sneed as well Kind of signals to the fact that maybe the 49ers believe Daniel Brunskill could be ready to go. Because if if Brendel was to get hurt and they didn't have Brunskill, the, the center would be uh, Blake Hance. And he would have to be able to go in there, step in, and he's just got into this offense over the last few weeks. Would he be ready to roll? I think that is a big thing that needs to be figured out. But 49ers are definitely moving in the right direction. They got the Seattle Seahawks this week. Boko Ture is going to be active. Let's see what kind of pressure Kamoko Trey can bring. One of the big topics that came out of the game against Chicago was the fact that the 49ers defensive line wasn't really showing up in the second half. Could that have been the rotation was smaller with them not having as many defenders active? Could that have been the fact that they had to bull rush, go ahead and kind of keep Justin Fields in the lanes? I think that is part of it as well. But there was always a question, why was Jordan Willis inactive? Now I think we're getting a more clear idea. It was the knee injury Will Marlon Mack end up on the active roster? Kyle Shanahan had some interesting comments about the young running backs as well. He reiterated the fact that the young running backs are learning how to play without the ball. That means pass blocking. That means knowing where to line up. That is confusing when you have a player like Debo Samuel as sometimes he's that running back, sometimes he's that wide receiver, and these guys have to know all the moving parts. But he said they're going to have a full competition between Jordan Mason and TDP. And they'll go with the hot hand on Sunday. So it's going to be interesting. We're going to have a lot of cool things happening on Sunday for Seattle. I hope you guys all enjoy this 49ers news update. 49ers making some roster moves, bringing some guys in, elevating guys, and overall just continuing to build this roster, trying to win the game against Seattle, doing the best they can. So hope you enjoyed it. If you did, give it a like. If you haven't already, subscribe to the channel. Really appreciate it so much. Let me know what you think about these moves in the comment section down below. 
you like it? Do you think Marlon Mack should be active? Or do you want to just roll with the young guys right now? I'm curious what you think. And also, what do you think about Kamoko Ture being active on the active roster and Jordan Willis going to the IR? I'm excited about this week. It's going to be a fun game. Hopefully, the 49ers get the win. I think they're on the right track. But we'll see what happens as the week continues to build. And there'll be more news updates because tomorrow, the news update live Q&A will happen Thursday at 4 o'clock. So come over there. Check it out. You can put your questions in. I'll try to get to all of them that I can, of course. It'll be a fun time interacting with you. So I hope you guys have a good day. Stay safe. And remember, the right way is always the 49ers.